You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello, and welcome to episode 136 of the Ghoul Friends Podcast. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And how's it going? My feet really hurt. My feet fucking hurt, too. (laughs) We walked, like, a good good bit today. We did. So we have gone on a couple adventures uh, today. Yes. We thought we were heading to a place called Eltville, mm-hmm. Germany, um, and my dumbass put in the wrong <laughs> address. Um, so we ended up in a little town called Einstein. Which worked out because we tried to go to Einstein before. Yes. And we did not go to the right part of town because our friends had gone there and it looked really cute. We tried to go there, and it, like, did not look cute, and we were like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then I started panicking and turned around, and I said, we're not going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Once Caitlin goes into panic mode, it's done. The we're day is home. done. Yeah, we're, we're, the car is turning around, and we're going home. Because here's the thing. And, like, at home, there's parking lots. There's places to park. Like, yes. unless you're in a very downtown area, downtown Charleston, yeah, you're probably going to have to find a garage to park in. But everywhere else, there's going to be a parking lot. That is not the case in Europe at all. Uh, No, (laughs) no. So we did end up finding, um, through some help of a friend, um, found a little parking lot and ended up walking around Eidstein. And that was absolutely gorgeous. It was was adorable. It was the cutest and it was so quiet. Like there was not many people out. It was really, really pretty. Yeah. Um, And then after we finished up there, we were like, well, we're already out exploring. Mm Mm-hmm. So then we actually went to Eltville. <laughs> we did, and that was also very cute. Easily found a free parking lot to park in. It's right by the, the Rhine. Yes, the Rhine River. River. If anyone knows, it's the major river in Germany. Yes. Um, and that did shockingly have a parking lot. So that was it did. fabulous. Yeah, we love it when we find parking It was like a strip lots. of dirt, but it worked. Listen, if it, I don't have to squeeze the car into a tiny parking spot, because let me tell you, the parking spots at the Frankfurt airport are so tiny <laughs> that you could barely, we have a sedan and that sedan barely fits. Say, we have that. a, we have a four door sedan and I struggle. <laughs> yeah. I like, it is the tiniest damn parking spots I have ever seen. So yeah, we were a little bummed. I know the whole moving to Germany, we had to end up selling our CRV and then we yeah. didn't have to, but we had already sold it. So that's a whole story. It, it was its own story. Yeah. Um, and we were really bummed. We didn't get to bring our Honda CRV over, but I'm kind of glad it worked out the way it did. Cause mm-hmm. not that it was a huge car, but if I can barely park a sedan here, I definitely would struggle with an SUV. It's, yes. So for that reason, <clears throat> it worked out. Yeah, no, it was good. We, um, we got out of our comfort zone. We, Got to go to two places, got to walk around. Um, it's actually, like, mm-hmm. sorry, I just interrupted you. No, go ahead. Um, one of the first weekends where it's not, like, either oh, heinously yeah. hot, where, like, we don't we don't go outside. We when hibernate. It's, <laughs> yeah, when it's really hot. Um, and it also isn't raining. No. Which I feel like it's been every, like, the week is, you know, super sunny and nice. And obviously, Celeste is at work. And the weekend comes, and it's just rain, rain, rain. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, all right, let's go. Yeah, so it was good. The weather was nice. It was, like, warming up by the time we were leaving, which was good. Mm-hmm. One thing I do miss about home that is not a thing here is that things do not open up very early over here. Like, restaurants open up at noon, At usually. noon, and they still kind of look at you, and they're like, oh, you're definitely American. <laughs> <laughs> so we like to get out in the morning first thing and, and do our stuff. Yeah. And we're not really people people. 
people, 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 persons, people, people. <laughs> so not like I don't do well in big crowds. I don't, I don't either. You know, Harry Styles about killed us both. <laughs> Whew, that crowd going in, I was like, oh boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a little tough. Um, but going to these little towns today was actually yeah. perfect. There was nobody really anywhere. It was starting to get busy in Elkville when we left, mm-hmm. but it was like 1230, 1 yeah. o'clock. So Absolutely. It was time for us to wrap up and, and come home. It was, and if you're, this will be uh, released on Monday, but we're recording it on a Saturday. So mm-hmm. um, once you do hear this, please reach out to Caitlin and send her your thoughts and prayers because um, today is Mr. Harry Styles' final performance of Love on Tour, and she is... Do you notice my outfit? It is she all is black. black. She I is in black. I am in mourning. <laughs> I just love that you're so... And I'm like, but we're not going to that show. Like, we already went. Just I'm like, going to watch so a good. grainy live stream on Instagram <laughs> and cry at the end. Well, Harry, honey, if you're listening, <laughs> you earned come it. Back. Baby, come back. But, like, take a vacay, because he has been, like, two years. Two and, and a half years. I think it was over 170 shows. Baby deserves a break. He deserves a break. He yeah. does. He's I know. I know. Imagine, like, it's just mind-boggling to have that many fans. Like, we have, like... <laughs> Maybe a thousand. <laughs> we almost have a thousand followers on Instagram. Yeah, so if you don't follow us on Instagram, get your ass over there. Get your ass on Instagram. And follow. Right, because it, it's a little insane that we even have a thousand. <clears throat> but, I mean, imagine that times... Billions. Like, 50,000 people were at Deutsche Bank. Like, it was insane. Yeah, he has, like, millions of followers. I know. It's just... Harry Styles, baby, if you're listening... I'm sure he does. Please come and give me the old razzle-dazzle. <laughs> I'm sure Harry listens. Everyone tag Harry tell him he needs to listen to this podcast. <laughs> Celebrities need spookiness, too. Yeah. They're just like you. You and I. <sighs> yeah, so Caitlin's in mourning over that. Yeah, I don't know why you reminded me of that. <laughs> I was doing well. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't either. Um, yeah, so we we did that this morning. We were just cruising around in our car, went to uh, get some stuff, and now we're back. We are? Yeah. We're going to grill tonight. It's a nice, beautiful day. It's even going to be chillier tomorrow. Mm-hmm. If we're really ambitious, I know you've been wanting to go to Berg Elts. Yes. Um, not in Eltsville. But, no. Um, I think it's about an hour and a half, so it's a little bit of a, yeah. a travel, but it's... Um, a really pretty castle mm-hmm. that we've been wanting to do. So if we wake up and feel ambitious, we're talking about possibly doing that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Or um, the other thing we talked about doing tomorrow is going to Frankfurt. We live very close to Frankfurt. That is true. We found, I don't even know how we found I think we just stumbled across it. We were with my parents and we needed something to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I Googled and found it. <laughs> yeah. And we went and it was super, I think it was like seven euro a person. And yeah. It was a huge, like, botanical garden. Yeah, it's a botanical garden. And Jeff lived in the terrarium with the cactuses, and it was already pretty warm out. The 900-degree terrarium. And he had, like, his sweatshirt on and a coat and was in the terrarium. That was literally probably 100 degrees. And he's like, I feel like it's, like, beautiful in here. <laughs> like, we're all three, me, you, and your mom. Like, we got to get out of here. Yeah, no, I'm not unconvinced that my father may be a reptile. <laughs> like... <laughs> This man will be in 80 degrees with his sweatshirt on. And I get it. He's, you know, he had a heart attack. He has to take medication and it makes you cold. Yeah. But However, he's always been that way. Yeah. Pre-heart attack. Yeah. No, pre-heart attack, we always had to like just 
take turns going to the bathroom mm-hmm. in their house because you pass by the thermostat and every once in a while like and Gabby Gould was in on it too so with the three of us we're like like wow you guys gotta pee a lot and we're like yeah <laughs> down 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 I know I'm like oh my god I cannot live with you I, I need my own air conditioning unit in their new house there better be a separate AC unit downstairs Absolutely. because yeah. I'm like I'm not playing this game with you I cannot live in 85 degrees he's gonna freeze when he comes here next time he's probably like I'm happy you guys got air conditioning but secretly he's like Damn. <laughs> Listen, my house, my rules, my thermostat. That is the rules. And when I'm in your house, it's my rules. <laughs> we have Kathy on our side. It's fine. It's fine. She's hot as hell, too, all the time. So, that, you know, it works out. Yeah. But yeah. True. So, yeah, I think that's about all we've got going on in, in our lives as of late. I know. We've been trying to be a little more active on social media since you wanted to see more of our personal lives. I, I hope you realize and have noticed this past week that it's pretty damn boring <laughs> yeah we honestly during the week I, I work and I come home and we eat dinner and we talk and we go to bed like that's literally it for five days pretty much and yeah so you know I think that was the thing that is more is different about living here now as opposed to like when I was a student and I did study abroad was that you know I just remember it was like we went somewhere every weekend we we're just go 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 and yeah. here and I thought it would kind of be like that at first and then I was like, oh, I wasn't working full time. No, <laughs> when I was on study abroad. Well, the like, I, I'm trying to think of the, like the romanticism of it kind of wears off, you it know, is. when we people say like, why aren't you going and doing something every single weekend? I'm like, you forget like we actually live, live here, here, and you know, you work full time. Mm-hmm. Um, Mishka has been an absolute fuckhead this mm-hmm. past week, so I've been just wrangling him, and you know, I keep the house up and go in mm-hmm. and make your lunches and dinners and breakfast laundry and, and laundry and cats yeah. and I try to make sure everything is just no work for you mm-hmm. um, and yeah. that at the end of the week it's kind of just like it's nice to just do it like oh, at our own pace and mm-hmm. relax and little trips like this are, are perfect but they are I, it's easy to forget that while we do live far away it's still very much the same as like when we lived back mm-hmm. in the states yeah I would agree um you know there's just some weekends where we just don't want to deal with it and we just you know I'm yeah. tired I just want to stay home and not do anything yeah, absolutely but you know that's good we can we can go out when we want to it is good and I'm excited I know Lindsay our friendly witch will be listening mm-hmm. um but we were when we were walking around today we definitely said like oh this would be a perfect place to take yeah. Lindsay she'd love this she'd love that so it's nice to kind of find because both of these places were within less than 25, 30 minutes. Very Elville was like 15 minutes. Yeah, it's right now. I the think road. Um, Einstein was... Oh, 40, 30, 40 minutes? I think it was like 30-something. 30, 30, okay. And then I think going from... We did it backwards. Yeah, yeah. I, We originally thought we were going to, to Elville <laughs> oh, first. No. But um, the, the drive from Einstein to Elville was 40 minutes. Okay. But... Either way, it was it was fine, but perfect like little morning or afternoon trips. Sure, yeah, I would agree. Lovely in the fall. Yeah, listen, come fall, I'll be all up in Germany. Yeah, I'll be everywhere. I'll be in every castle. But while it's hot, I will not be. No, well, that's why today was such a perfect. I think it's like seventy. It's not even seventy-five yet. You know, and it's funny too because people are like, "You should be used to heat." You're from South Carolina, and um, yeah, and that's exactly the reason why I hate it. Um, because I grew up in South Carolina summers and on top of that, I was a band kid 
through all of high school and you don't know hot yeah but let me tell you one thing you don't know hot until you're standing on a bus parking lot at 9 a.m and the temp is already at 95 degrees with 100 percent humidity and you're going to be out there for eight hours yeah no like Mm -mm. hottest fucking time of my life (laughs) never again no absolutely not the really funny part about you being a band nerd is that literally celeste starts some of her stories with this one time at band camp (laughs) if you're our age you'll you'll get that reference (laughs) or older than us but yeah yes 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 let me tell you band camp was not nearly that eventful as in those movies (laughs) um band camp was just really fucking hot and really long (laughs) really long but it's pretty cool you've gotten me into more we went to like hans and i like Stuff like that. Yeah, I don't that. know if we told them that. We we got to go see Hans Zimmer in concert. Oh, yeah. We weren't... Like, the composer. This podcasting. Was, yeah, that's while we were on hiatus. We did go and see Hans Zimmer. He came to Frankfurt. Yeah. Uh, so we did do a little... It took everything in me not to take my bra off and chuck it <laughs> to that man. I love him. It was pretty incredible. I remember we went to... Sorry, we're kind of chatty. That's all right. Um, I remember when we went to see The Phantom of the Opera, I hated every second of it because <laughs> I thought it was over at halftime and then it wasn't. And I knew there was a whole other half after that and I was just pissed. But I remember saying to you, like, the music, because you're like, oh, the music's in the pit. Mm-hmm. And you can't see that. And I was like, I think I would love to see, like, that part. So I think that's why I really like Hans because I could see the music. I could see, like, everything that was going on. So, like, that part I absolutely loved. Yeah. But if you don't know who Hans Zimmer is, I'm going to... You should crawl out from under the Bring, rock. <laughs> no, because I didn't know who it was either. But he composed The Lion King. Inception. Inter- in, mm-hmm. Sorry, Interstellar, like you said. Yes. Basically any big-ass movie you have seen. A ton. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Caribbean. So when I say Caribbean, like I'm going to travel to the Caribbean, I say Caribbean. But when I say Pirates of the Caribbean. Like the Caribbean. ride in the movie? Yeah. Like yeah. I wouldn't say I'm going to the Caribbean. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. But I also would say Caribbean Sea. See, I think I would say Caribbean Sea. I don't know. We're going to get down a rabbit hole. We don't need to go down. All right, where are we going this week? Ghosts. Ghost town. Um, So I don't know about yours, but mine is um, in the U.S. Well, I kind of did a theme. So for mine, um, I did real uh, tales of, like, court cases that involve ghosts. Because I thought that was kind of cool. Oh, I forgot you were doing that. Nice. Yep. What are you doing? I have just one big story um so one of my good friends our friendly vet friend um, uh she sent over a a box full of just cool like haunted or ghost Ghost related books books. so i've been just thumbing through um it's called sorry the world's most haunted places and i was just kind of scrolling and a couple of them we've done um the um rs mary the Queen Mary? Queen Mary. Yeah. That's right. That was in there, so that was super cool. Mm-hmm. And so I was just kind of reading through some and came across one in Northern Ireland called the Ballygally Castle Hotel. Mm-hmm. And at first was just interested because Ballygally. That's a fun, fun name. Well, that's funny that you chose that too because I think I told you this, but looking at our listener stats, obviously the U.S. is our number one country, mm-hmm. but Ireland, I think, is a second it's the second most listened to. Oh, that's so really funny. Ireland, this one Thank is you. for you. Yes. Thank you. We would love to come see your beautiful country. <clears throat> that's top of my list. It is my goal to get to the UK and Ireland. I need to get a good just fish and chips, like an authentic fish and chips. Mm-hmm. Yes. I would love to do a ghost hunt in England or the UK. Ooh, you know, I'm not 
anywhere. So if mm-hmm. any ghost hunting groups over there are listening, <laughs> hit us up. Well, I know if we go to London, we're hitting up our best friend Jason. Yeah, from yep, the UK. Yep, yep. Absolutely. He's going to help us. See, that's what I'm like. We should like have, I wish we could have hangouts with all of y'all, but I'm like, I would, no one would show up and it would break my heart. <laughs> like, a mean greet. It would be like, oh shit. It'd be like the birthday party that no one showed up to and you're just like, oh. Uh, yeah. Well, would you like to go first or would you like me to go first? Um, how about, <clears throat> we can bring out the old rock, paper, scissors. We yeah, let's do, do that. It. All right. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Gotcha. Caitlin wins. Uh, right. So defer. I'm going to receive. I'm receive. gonna. I'm gonna go first. Okay. All right. Um, so like I said, we are going to the Bally Galley Castle Hotel, and oh, it's a hotel. It is a hotel. Ooh, can so, you stay there now? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. You can. Um, you probably don't want to though. Okay. Um, so this is in County Antrim, mm-hmm. which I said earlier is in Northern Ireland. Um, it's actually very picturesque by the day and is often referred to as a living postcard. Ireland in general, it is looks like a postcard to me. <laughs> um, so it's basically part uh, hotel, part castle looking. So mm-hmm. it's not just an entire castle. It's, um, I think it's called a turret, that big tall. Yeah, like the tower thing. Yes. Yep. It's like one, it's got a couple of them, but one big one. And then it kind of, you can tell, has like siding on it. So okay, it so turns part of it's been the, like renovated. Correct. Okay. And we'll get into that and how that happened and whatever. Okay. Um, so you can say in both sides, both sides, the castle part and the hotel part are all part of the hotel. Okay. Um, but it's important to keep them separate in your mind. Okay. But it is just one like pretty big hotel. Okay. Um, so it was built in 1625 by James Shaw of Scotland. Okay. Um, and he and his family lived in the castle for many years before they just ran out of money and ended up having to sell the castle. Um, so it went kind of to family to family and then briefly was used as a coast, bar, uh, coast guard station. Okay. But then was eventually purchased by Cyril Lord in 1950. Okay. And he was a textile millionaire and he's the one who refurbished the castle into um, the hotel, okay. which today is a three-star hotel, uh, probably because there are more ghosts than visitors. Ghosts than guests. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good one. Um, so like I said, during the day, it is a postcard, um, but at night, it has a very kind of different reputation. Um, it's very poorly lit. It's kind of at the top of a hill, very unpopulated area, um, and there's a small window in one of the corner they call it a turret, but I'm going to call it a tower because that's just kind of what it is. What I yeah. think of. Um, and there's one tiny window, and it overlooks the Irish Sea. Um, and this window goes into a room that is called the ghost room. And we will get into the ghost room, but just keep that in mind. Um, nobody's allowed to stay in the ghost room anymore. It's probably wise. Uh, yeah, yeah, you'll you'll know. Going back uh, to the original owner and builder, James Shaw, he and his wife, Lady Shaw, had a daughter. Now, there's a couple different tracks of this story. Um, People believe one or Mm -hmm. the other. Sure. Um, So I'm going to tell you just a little bit of both. Okay. Um, So they have this daughter, which some believe made James really mad because he wanted a boy to kind of keep the family name going. Um, so they say that he just got so pissed off that he locked her in the tower, um, which is now called... Locked the daughter or the wife? The wife. Oh. Okay. Mad that she didn't give 
him oh. a son. Well, I wish he had known back then that it's, you know, the sperm that determines that. <laughs> so joke's on you, buddy. But, well, he's just a nasty anyway. But yeah, joke's on you, dude. Um, and so this tower that he is supposedly locked her in is the ghost room, okay? Um, and the other theory, or no, this is not the other theory. This is um, two theories of what happened to her. Mm-hmm. Some believe that she either leapt out of the window to try and get mm. back to her daughter because um, he locked uh, her away yeah. from the daughter. Or they believe that he kind of uh, hired some secret hitmen to oh. just push her down the stairs and like, oops, she died. Um, well, you're definitely not getting a boy now, you that's, idiot. <laughs> and that's where some people are like, why not just try to have another child? So here's the other thought of me, maybe what happened. Um, that even if they did have a girl, why not try to have more children? Yeah, try and again for a boy yeah. and do better with your sperm. And not be such a misogynist. But okay. Exactly. Um, some believe that she was actually having an affair with a seaman, and that was his, you know, baby. With a seaman. With a seaman. <laughs> a seaman. <laughs> what would you call it? A seaman? I know. It just sounds C-man. like... I know what it sounds like, <laughs> seaman, Celeste. Ha ha. Not funny. Ha ha. <laughs> Um, either way, the seaman had <laughs> her had a baby. <laughs> um, and so that was kind of the love child of her and mystery boo. Okay. And she ended up, um, just either doing the same thing, getting thrown or jumping out the window or getting thrown down the stairs or thrown out the window. Okay. Either way, she ends up dying. Okay. Um, without having a son. Yeah. So... The castle part of the hotel has four rooms that you can stay in, okay. um, and all of them are kind of centrally located below the ghost room. Some people specifically ask for these rooms to see if they can have some mm. type of experience. Um, and there is a current hotel manager named Olga Henry, and she's worked at the castle since January of 2003. And she said coming into it, she was not really a believer of the supernatural um, and just really was kind of skeptical about the whole thing. Yeah. But these are her words. Okay. I'm sort of very skeptical about the whole supernatural thing in ghosts, but the more I stay here and work here, the more I think there's definitely something in this hotel. Mm-hmm. And boy, let me tell you, there is. Mm-hmm. So she also shared an experience of a guest that specifically requested a room in the castle section And again, these are her words. He was staying in one of the rooms in the tower, and he has little kids at home. In the middle of the night, he thought he was in his own home. He was lying face down in the bed, and he thought one of his children had put their hand on his back. And then he woke up and sort of uh, realized where he was, and he said that he could hear a child running around the room and laughing. He then appeared at a reception area in just his boxer shorts, and he said, just get me out of the old part of the castle. So he was face down, ass up, and then he felt a little ghost hand. That's the way I got to get the fuck out of here. Kitty pat his back, and he was like, wait, I don't have children. What the hell? <laughs> yes. Um, so there are more haunted parts of the castle as well. There is something called a dungeon room and the 1625 room. Okay. This is where it gets kind of crazy. More crazy than the scary babies. Um, Miss Olga had a personal experience in the dungeon room. Um, So think of it as kind of a ballroom, but a little bit smaller. Not like, you're not having like grand parties in it, but it's kind of Mm -hmm. a larger room. It has a grand fireplace and just pretty fancy. Giving like Hogwarts vibes in my head. That's kind of what I was picturing in my head. Okay. For sure. Um, So they often have like dinners or small parties in this room. 
Um, and there was a group of men staying at the hotel for a big meeting. Okay. And they requested to have dinner in the dungeon room. Okay. Um, and so the staff set the day up, the room up the day before. Okay. And they pretty much made everything sparkling clean, made sure there was no like streaks on the wine glasses. Yeah. There was no, they had the candelabras on the table, mm-hmm. dusted those, made sure everything was set up, looked great, was perfect. And it has a key lock to lock the door so nobody can go in and sure. out of it until it's time for said party party yeah um so when the men checked in the next morning uh she took the key with her to the locked dungeon room to show them like is this okay is this Mm -hmm. what you want for your dinner and basically she opens the door and is in just like complete shock again these are her words Nothing else in the room had been disturbed, but all the glasses on the table were laid in a circle around the table. The linen napkins had all been unfolded and sort of strewn across the table. We had a round mirror in the center of the table with the candelabra on it, and everything was covered, including the glasses, in some type of scum or dust. And it wasn't the dust that you just wipe off. It was scum, but nowhere else in the room. It wasn't on the floor. It wasn't on any other surface in the room, just purely over the table. It definitely sent the hairs on the back of my neck standing up because I'm thinking I had the keys to this room. Is there another key somewhere? And even so I just couldn't explain how that happened. None of it made sense at all. It was very unnerving. Now that would piss me off. Like, I just spent hours so putting hard. that. You can go mess something else up in the castle. Like you had to put your ghost <laughs> dust all over my shit. Ghost semen all over it. I don't know if that's what it was. I don't know if you took that a little too far there. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dial it back. We, we have the explicit content warning for a reason. <laughs> I'm on this podcast. Oh, I'm going to regret that. Okay. Our, the E stands for, for us, extremely stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why we have a thousand listeners. <laughs> Um, okay, so many mediums have gone to Bally Galley. Obviously, this is pretty um, active. active yeah. That's the word. Uh, and basically, every single one of them have left saying that there are definitely more ghosts than people, more ghosts mm, than guests yeah. at the hotel. Um, a lot of people say they hear children laughing and running. Oh, um, they'll hear the sound of, of like a big silk dress rustling. Oh, okay. Uh, showers will turn themselves on and will flood the lower rooms underneath them. Yeah. This seems like a maintenance nightmare. I wouldn't want to work there. How the hell do you keep this place together? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> like you make up a bed, you turn around, it's unmade, you're like, fine. <laughs> you like just finish mopping and it's just like, whooshed. I feel like I would do that and I just turn to the empty room and be like, nobody touch it. <laughs> Don't touch leave it, it alone. But I did find that the scum very interesting that they had a mirror mm. um, centerpiece that had the candelabra on it. Oh, interesting mirrors. mirrors. Yeah. yeah. Um, and lots of doors will, um, like, get not, they'll have a knock on them, and people think it's, like, room service or somebody just coming to, you know, check yeah. in, and there's nobody at the door. So, yeah. So for my last kind of scary bit from the hotel, this one kind of really freaked me out. Um, this was in 1998. It was a week before Halloween. Um, a reporter for BBC Kim Lanahan was doing a story at the Bally Galley, kind of just doing, let's do a spooky night at a creepy hotel, yeah. have a cute little story about it. Um, yeah, well, that changed really quick, and what turned out to be a cute little story turned out to be, mm. like, a really scary story. Oh, boy. Um, she also decided that she was going to bring a psychic medium with her um, to see if they could, you know, really Fair. get the story going. Yeah. 
So it was really late at night. They checked in and kind of instantly got to work. The um, Kim and the medium start up a tape recorder and Kim states that the room immediately turned like 10 degrees warmer. Like didn't just warm up. It like was a snap. Interesting. And it got super, super hot and they got a very strong musty vanilla smell. Hmm. Like okay. overwhelming. And it not like she said, nothing was gradual. It was like in your face. Like okay. boom. Yeah. And then the medium who wanted to remain anonymous uh, kind of went into a trance-like state, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden started having like what sounded like a very like it was one-sided, but a frantic conversation with someone. Oh, um, and kind of after she snapped out of it, it was about a ten-minute conversation that the medium said was a young woman who was scared and looking for a young daughter, and they kept running. Um, like back and forth to a window looking for a man named Robert who had mm. set out at sea and hadn't come back, but they were holding her there against her will. So that was the the woman you talked about at the beginning. That's what we think. Okay. That's what we're thinking was, was her. Mm-hmm. Um, but the medium had no idea about any of this. So okay. it kind of all came together, but she was like freaking out. And so this, the medium kind of snapped out of it and told Kim, the reporter, about what happened and they said she had like a 10 minute conversation with this girl going back and forth before she lost like contact with Mm. her and the room immediately went back down to like the normal Normal. temperature and the smell completely went away after interesting yeah and so this was one um they were in the ghost room also i Mm. forgot to mention that and they were allowed to stay in the ghost room uh but reporter kim said "Uh, absolutely not she's like i'm not doing that so they got her another room and the scary part is when she got ready to check out the next day, they obviously shut and locked the door in the ghost room Yeah. after she left and got the other room. And they were just like, you know, like, sorry, like that was so scary, but let's, um, like, let's just show you the room in the daytime just mm-hmm. so you can see it. So it's not, you know, so spooky. And it was covered again in a thick dust mm. when they went in and Kim was written on the mirror in the Ooh. dust in the room. Mm-mm. And they said, like, the staff says nobody went in there. Went in there. <laughs> so I think Kim oh, got shit. a little more than she bargained for yeah. on that one. Damn, that was a good one. Sorry, I was taking a sip of my crisp Diet Coke. <laughs> um, no, it was. Like I said, I was reading it, and I kind of got, like, sucked into the story. And I was yeah. Like, that Dang. sounds like a really good no. podcast episode. Yeah. Well, hey, Ireland, let us know of some more haunted places. And maybe one day we can all find a haunted castle and just have a ghoul friends sleepover. Sleepover. How about that? I'm not staying in the ghost room. We're all staying in one room because you think we're getting separated. <laughs> you damn wrong. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, but yeah, that was a good one. Thank you. I like it. I'll have to, if we ever go to Ireland, I'll have to go check it out. Yeah, But not sure. check in. <laughs> Not checking in. Yeah. I know that was really cute that one time we lived in Massachusetts and we thought we were going to stay the night in the Lizzie Borden house and then we're like, let's just go visit. And we're like, oh, oh fuck no. No, 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 no. No, thank you. Yeah. All right. Your turn. All right. Well, you ready to switch gears? Hopping on a plane, going back to the States? Yep. We okay. are going to be in the States. Um, so this first one in, um, like I said, I kind of titled this like ghostly testimonies because this has to do with court cases and ghosts. Excellent. Um, so the first one I'm going to talk about is what's called the Greenbrier ghost. Okay. All right. So, um, this took place in January of 1897 
Um, and the main event that we're going to talk about here is that a woman named Zona Shu was found dead in her home in West Virginia. Okay. So to understand kind of what led up to these events, um, Zona was married to a man named Trout Shu. And now in other... Trout Shu? Trout Shu. <laughs> and in other articles, I think his name is Erasmus or like it's a different name. But okay. the one I read, he's called Trout. So I'm going to call him Trout. Trout Shu, man. Yeah, he's... You, you're going to find out why his nickname is Traitorous Trout here soon. Ah, okay. <laughs> so he was a powerful man. Um, they actually met when he moved to work in a blacksmith shop um, in their town in 1896. Um, they quickly fell in love, and they married also in 1896 at the Old Methodist Church in Livesey's Livesey's Mill. Sorry if I said that wrong. So uh, Zona mysteriously got sick, and she was treated by the town doctor, um, Dr. Knapp, and it sounds like was quite sick, but began to recover and was kind of on the up and up. So while she was recovering, um, this was on January 22nd of 1897, uh, Trout requested that an 11-year-old boy who lived in the town named Andy, who was the son of one of the neighbors, to go run errands for Zona while she was you know, at home and resting. And he went out, I think, to go do what he needed to do as well. So when Andy got to the shoe house, he called for Zona, but she didn't answer. And when he walked in, he found her dead at the bottom of the stairs. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's 11, so he freaks out. He runs, and he calls for um, the doctor as well as Trout. So, Trader's Trout. Trader's Trout. And you're going to see why. So Trader's Trout got there first. And upon um, you know seeing her, he immediately moves her body upstairs and dresses her, so he changes her clothes and puts her in a very fancy high-collared dress, kind of like your Sunday best. What? Because that seems like a reaction when you've come home and found your wife unexpectedly dead. Yeah, what? Mm-hmm. Oh, trouty trout, trout. Yeah. So the doctor obviously arrives as well um, and initially says that Zona died uh, of heart failure induced by childbirth. But... Trout is still acting really, really weird. Like, he refuses to let anyone really come close to her, including the doctor. Like, she, he doesn't really let him examine her. And he basically is kind of like, obviously you're going to be upset if you find yeah. your spouse dead. But he's almost, like, melodramatically upset. Like, he's mm-hmm. holding her. He's wailing. Like, it seems very not authentic. After he dragged her upstairs and, and dressed her. Right. Yeah. Um, so... Zona's mother, whose name was Mary Jane Heaster, was uh, very, very suspicious of all of this. She never liked Trout, um, and she kind of did not. She did not think that Zona was pregnant at the time, so that ex- like the cause of death didn't really make sense to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just knew something was up. Like something was stinking, and it was Trout in her head. <laughs> trout shoe, <laughs> trout shoe. So at um, oh, you have text. So at Zona's funeral. Um, they obviously the Zona is laid laid out to be to be buried, and um, they're having everyone kind of come through and say their goodbyes. Her mother comes through, and basically she sees um, kind of there's a white sheet in Zona's casket beside her body, and so for whatever reason, mother's intuition, I guess, yeah, she takes it from the casket without Trout knowing. So what she notices when she takes this sheet, and I'm kind of thinking like a handkerchief or something like that. That's kind of what I'm picturing here. Okay. So not like an axe and not like a pickaxe underneath it. I'm picturing like a bitch sheet. No, he like she like plucks it. it up and there's like yeah, a pickaxe or something. 
No, no, I'm thinking like a handkerchief. Okay. She just took it out of the casket for whatever reason. Okay. Well, after she does that, she notices that there's like a strange odor coming from the, the like handkerchief or the sheet. Um, and it's not embalming fluid. Okay. That apparently has a very distinct smell. Sure. And it also has a stain um, that will not go away. She'll wash it. It goes away. It comes back. Mm-hmm. Washes it. It goes away. It comes back. So she's like, that's real weird. Yeah. And then it got even weirder because Zona's spirit actually visited her mother on four separate nights. And in these visions, she told her that she had not fallen down the stairs or died in, of heart failure. Instead, that Trout had murdered her. Oh. I know, Mishka. I said the same thing. <laughs> Sorry, we're trying to break Mishka of a really bad habit Caitlin started, and it's not going well. <laughs> he was doing so well for like a week and a half. And now he's turned into absolute chaos. Mish, you got something to say? <laughs> not no. <anymore. laughs> <laughs> I have stage fright, girl. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Zona's basically telling her mom that, nope, he did this. You need to, like, make it right. Um, and these were very lifelike experiences for the mother. She even says that, uh, you know, Trout killed her by beating her to death and breaking her neck. Ooh. Why? Simply because she had not made the dinner he wanted. Oh. Yeah. Fucking men. <sighs> Fucking men, indeed. So um, the mother immediately, you know, contacts the town prosecutor. His name is John Alfred Preston and demanded that Trout be questioned. But Preston kind of said, you know, we can't arrest him because, like... You had a dream. You had a dream. Yeah. Right. But he was also very suspicious. He never liked the circumstances around her death. And he did order um, her body to be exhumed. Ooh. Okay. Once that had happened, the autopsy showed that Zona had been strangled to death and that her windpipe had been crushed, Ooh. which would explain why he put her in the high-collar dress. Uh, fucking nasty trout face. Mm-hmm. She was also not pregnant at the time of her death, so that story went right out the window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they didn't check this before? Like- no, it was, like, very much swept under the rug, and, mm-hmm. and Zona said, not, not on my watch. Yeah. Nope. So, obviously, Trout was immediately arrested. Um, and in doing that, it was figured out that he had been married twice before. And in one of those marriages, his second wife had died under very suspicious circumstances. Oh, fucking douche. Traitor's Trout. Um, so, at the court case... I bet he smelled like Trout, too. I bet he did. Zona's testimony, or basically her, what she had explained, was ruled inadmissible. Sorry, this cat is... Can you not... <laughs> I'm going to. Um, Inadmissible, but her mother testified and basically told the story on Zona's behalf. Um, And apparently Trout's lawyers were kind of dicks through this whole thing and, like, tried to kind of pester her or make her emotional so that she wouldn't tell the story. But, like, Mama was having none of it, and she stood up there and she said what she needed to say. Um, She also kind of got everyone uh, was that she noted the cause of death, which was not public knowledge at the time. Ooh, okay. So she said exactly what Zona had told her. Obviously, this uh, flustered Trout and his lawyers, and it became very clear that he was lying. Are you that interested that you need Mishka. to come over here? <laughs> Mishka's going to say something here. <laughs> so Trout was convicted of murder, but he couldn't be executed because the conviction was on based on circumstantial evidence. So he went to prison. He died in prison on March 13th, 1900, at Moundsville Prison in West Virginia. And Zona was buried at the Little Soul United Methodist Church. Um, now, some people claim that you can still see her walking in the cemetery. 
I hope he comes through on that. I, me too. I hope y'all can hear what we have to deal with on a daily basis. So yeah, that was the Greenbrier ghost. Yikes. And that's why you should go with your gut, gut feelings. Absolutely. They're important. Yeah. For sure. Just let him go. Just okay. ignore All right. And I have a smaller one as well. Okay. So my second one, we're going actually to the UK. Okay. We're so going we're back. To, yep. We're going to London. Um, and this is the story of the Hammersmith ghost. Oh. We just got cat sounds all around. <laughs> um, and this also has a, a legal okay. kind of um, theme to it. So in 1803, London, UK, there were multiple people that claimed to um, have been attacked by a ghost while out walking in their town, and they called it the Hammersmith ghost. Okay. Um, at the time, the urban legend was that the ghost uh, was a man who had completed suicide and was described as being very tall and wearing all white. Um, but this came from multiple people walking at night said that they were attacked. Okay. They assumed it was a ghost. So January 3rd, 1804, uh, Francis Smith, who was a police officer, was patrolling the area with his gun looking for the ghost. And around 11 p.m., he saw a man named Thomas Millwood, who was leaving his sister's house for the evening, um, dressed in, I think, what he would work in, which was a primarily, like, white, white? Okay. suit. Yep. So Smith ended up confronting Millwood and shot him in the lower jaw, thinking he was the ghost, and killed him. Oh, uh, Smith was arrested for willful mur- murder, and went this tr- this case went to court. And basically, the judge noted that while you know the thought of the ghost being out there had motivated Smith to shoot Millwood, the ghost actually wasn't part of the incident. It had nothing to do with the fact that he shot someone and killed them. Mm-hmm. So in the end, Smith was convicted of manslaughter and at first sentenced to death, but it was later commuted to a year uh, year of hard labor. Okay. Um, the case's publicity actually years later made a man named John Graham kind of come forward. He was an elderly man, but he actually admitted he had been the one dressing up as a ghost to scare his grandchildren. <laughs> so there was never actually a ghost. It was a guy doing it. And then unfortunately that meant someone else died mistakenly, Yikes. you know, got shot for it. But the interesting part about this, this actually set a legal precedent um, in the UK that someone is liable for their actions, even if they are committed under mistaken belief. So it did contribute to the legal system in a way. Yeah. I just thought that was kind of a funny one. Yeah, that is. An interesting one. Then it ends up just being a Obama. An old man was like, oh, sorry, that was actually me. My bad. My bad. My bad. Speaking of old men, we saw my deceased grandfather's doppelganger. Oh, my God. Yeah, we did. It was insane. This man had the same outfit. Same he hat. looked like him. Like it was almost like startling to come around a corner and see him. It I really was. Just was. Like, I'm glad you said it first. Like, oh man, that looks just like Papa. Because I turned my head and I was like, holy shit! Yeah. I think it would have freaked me out if I like had just seen saw that. it first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that was crazy. Yeah, that was yeah. wild. Old man. Yeah. Dang. Crazy. Well, those crazy. were good. I liked those a lot. Yeah, those were good. That was a good one. I liked ours. You know, nothing like a haunted castle hotel and some ghosts some ghosts or not ghosts or not ghosts yeah you never know but yeah nice you know what else we forgot to tell them about what so i think last week did we maybe we did tell them about it because did we tell them about the new rave pickup i think we did i think i did i think i talked about well, it i'm still super excited because we don't have Lacroix right now but celeste did find the german equivalent 
of LaCroix. Yes. Even though it's only the lemon flavor, it's I'll take it. Das LaCroix. <laughs> and it's good. It it's, is it's very really good. good. Yeah. So and we found um you found sweet and sour sauce. <laughs> okay, it, so one thing that I am obsessed wanna... with is sweet and sour sauce. Mm-hmm. And we had it for a little while. I feel like in Germany, you get something you really like, and then they, they just take, it, take away. it away. They just rip the rug out, and you're like, you're done. Yeah. But we did find another brand, or you found it, mm. another brand, and I am picky with my sweet and sour sauce. She's a sweet and sour sauce connoisseur. Yes. And I liked this one. I had some today with lunch, and it was really good. Mm. So, yeah. There you learned something about Caitlin you didn't know. She is a... Uh, sweet and sour sauce slut (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say sommelier (laughs) same 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 all right well anything else before we start wrapping up I don't think so the cats are awake now and circling like sharks vultures yeah (laughs) I don't think so I don't think so either Um, just a couple like housekeeping updates um we are talking about, I think we talked about this last time, trying to redo our merch. So You did make good progress on that. Kind of in the week. process of finding mm-hmm. who we would want to do that through and maybe making some few like designs. Mm-hmm. So I think before we put anything out there live, um, we'll put them on like Instagram. Yeah. So you guys can look and say, you know, whether you're like, yeah, I'd wear that. Or you're like, no, oh, that's absolutely ugly. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, so we'll be putting that out there. So stay tuned. But we're going to try and uh, zhuzh it up a little bit. So... Because, you know, my ghoul friend's shirt has, like, a hole in the armpit and, like, is coming apart. So. Peeling. Yeah. <laughs> you dried I, it too many times. Yeah. I need, um, I need better, I need better stuff. First, better quality. Second, just needs some re- revamp. Because I want to put some, like, fun slogans on there. Yes. Like, things we say on the show. Like, one design I was toying around with was a sweatshirt that had, like, our logo on the back and kind of in the corner said, like, hey, ghoul, hey. Mm-hmm. I thought that would be cute. That's super cute. Um... And the site I think I found that we like has a lot of different products. Um, one that I saw that I really liked, if you're into like, if you like baseball caps, were like embroidered baseball caps. Oh, that's cool. It'd be kind of cool with like Ghoul Friends podcast. That would be cool. Yeah. So you can rep your ghouls, your ghoul gear out, out mm-hmm. and about. Nice. Yeah. So stay tuned. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I think that was the only thing I had. I think so. Okay. Well, go see Caitlin on Facebook, as always. Hello. <laughs> uh, come see us on Instagram at Ghoul Friends Podcast. Um, we are trying to be better on Instagram about putting things up. Um, so be on the lookout for new fun stuff. Uh, if you want to find us on TikTok, you can find us at Ghoul Friends Podcast. Sorry if you hear Mishka taking a shit in the background. <laughs> <laughs> and if you have a listener story, which please send them in. Yes. You can send those to ghoulfriendspodcast at gmail.com. I think we're going to try and start reading them as we get them. Yeah. I think instead of waiting for... Ever and doing... Well, yeah, just waiting until we have enough to do an episode. I think that was a great idea you had. It's just as they come in, we're going to integrate them into each episode. episode. So, yeah, definitely send them in. Yeah, send them in. And um, in the email itself, please let us know if you would not like your name used. Otherwise, we will use at least your first name. Um, but yeah. I gotta go get him because he's gonna pee in the bathroom. Okay, well I'll wrap it up with that. <laughs> All right. Well, for now, Absolutely not. Yeah. I'm Celeste, and I'm Caitlin, and we're your girlfriends. Bye.